bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out The Big Rap Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. Be sure to check out G1 on Facebook and on G1Reads.com. Their G1 Platinum Chanter and G1 Platinum Reads famously played by the 2016 Champion of Champions in Verarian District. Plus, the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. So hello and welcome to the UK Championships here in sunny Belfast. And yeah, I should also say welcome to the Big Rab Show podcast. <laughs> Yeah, kind of forgot myself, but yeah, I'm here at the UK Championships. Next band on, band seven, your programs in there you go. Steady Trasna. It's a Mary Steady Trasna, just a bit head on. Uh, so, it's been a kind of an unusual later. morning. Crowds are just sort of milling about. At the moment, Grave 4B, as you just heard, are just having their heats. Drum majors have just finished doing their dress. As I'm walking around, guys are setting up gazebos and stuff because the weather today is weird for Northern Ireland. Now, whenever I say weird, I mean it in the best possible way. It's weird because it's very grey, overcast. It looks like it's about to just start lashing down. However, it's really, really warm. And bands are finding it really hard to find the sound because it's like really damp and really hot. And that's not Northern Irish weather by any means. So... It's going to be an interesting day for a lot of different bands. Talk on the park is that everyone's talking about the beer tent. <laughs> they're all concerned about where they're going to get a pint. But there is a kind of beer tent. There's like a clubhouse here. This is on a cricket ground. For those of you who don't know Storm in the State, it's like a big cricket ground. And to one side of it is the big clubhouse. So in there, there's like a bar and a restaurant and stuff. But all of that does seem to be for VIPs only. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, less said about that, I think, the better. But they do have taps and stuff all downstairs. So hopefully they're trying to address the issue of people not being able to get a pint. Because that happened last year. Oh, there's St Mary's in the background. St Mary's Derry Trasna, of course, who managed to lift Cookstown. Yeah, done quite well at Cookstown. So, yeah, hopefully they'll be okay for qualifying in their final. Who knows? The day progresses. I'll have a walk around the park now and have a look. As I'm standing here, I'm right smack bang in the centre of things. I have the Grade 4A arena behind me. Grade 4B is just across the way. And there's Grade 4B over there. Yeah, I'm right in the middle of it. So I don't know if you guys can hear me at the minute. But anyway, where else would I be but stuck in the middle of things? As I walk around today, I hope to grab a few interviews with people. I do have so many people to chat to and grab selfies with and everything. It's just going to be so much fun today. You guys are going to be coming along for the ride, of course. And don't forget those all-important emails. Yes, because on this week's show, we're not doing any listener mail this week. Because, yeah, I'm bringing you all the coverage here from the UK. So, get your emails into bigrabshow at gmail.com. Please don't be shy. Get your messages into us. Now, a lot of people had comments about the Aegist show that we ran last week, about what was the proper time to start learning. And uh, I think I opened a bit of a can of worms. A lot of people disagreeing with the age of nine and stuff. But, hey, I did say it's not an official. <laughs> it's not an official time by any means. But it is kind of a unspoken rule. It's like a rule of thumb, almost. That's kind of used. But I will ask for the official age. Because they do have piping and drumming schools here all over Northern Ireland that I'm hoping to attend. Uh, one's also run by the association, the official one. So I do hope to go to that and actually get a bit of a steer to see what, you know, what age can you start at. Because I clearly in my last podcast seem to have gotten it wrong. <laughs> Anyway, guys, that's enough chatting about last week's episode. Please, please get your listener mail into me, bigrabshow at gmail.com. A load of people have met me this morning, actually, just the first couple of hours I've been here, saying how much you're enjoying the podcast as well as the live show. So thank you to everyone who have been bumping into me this morning and talking to me about the podcast and just how much you're enjoying it. But if anything, with talking to all of you, 
None of you. <laughs> I've spoken to you on the field here this morning. None of you sent me any messages. So I didn't know that you actually listened to the show. So please do. If you do, are enjoying the show at any, at any way at all, please do. Get in contact with us. Send us in a message. Now, as I'm standing here, we did make a podcast about vendors. Now, looking behind me, there's the Beach Street van, of course. There's a photography van for a guy snapping photographs. There's a fella selling sweeties. And... Yeah, he's got a sign up for like big bouncy balls, multicolored balls, and they're called smelly balls. I'm not joking. And then there's three or four different coffee vendors. Uh, yeah, this, I don't know. Seem to like their coffee here. Uh, <laughs> there's a tent for Highland dancing. There's like, let me see how to describe this. French crepes again. And there's like three or four different chip vans. And that's it. There's not much here. This is a major championship. You kind of expect it to be packed full of stuff for people who aren't necessarily here just for the piping. But it is kind of disappointing. Like, whenever you compare it to other major championships in the season, where they have, like, craft villages and, you know, things like that, they have loads of other interesting things around the park. So if piping's not your thing, you can still walk around and have a, a really good day out. There, don't get me wrong, there's like little bouncy castles and stuff that are hidden throughout you know, the trees and whatnot. So there's little things, but they're hidden away. So, but anyway, that's my first so impression. Thank you for St. Mary's Daddy Trasner. There you go. St. Mary's has just finished. There you go. What about you, sir? Are you well? Doing my life off of that, eh? Aye. St. Mary's has wrapped up. So I'm going to wrap up and take a wee dander and see who is he. So. Let's start with the start, shall we? Let's have a chat with one of the vendors. Well, I'm in the park for the UKs and the sun has just... Yeah, it's not no sun at all. <laughs> it's grey and miserable looking. But I'm here, as I was talking on one of the previous podcasts about vendors. One such vendor has came to the rescue. I have to say, they've travelled a bit of a distance to get here to the UKs, but yeah, very appreciative. Welcome to the UKs, Burgess Bagpipes. Hey, well, we're glad to be here. <laughs> So you were saying that it's kind of my fault that you're okay, it's, here. it's entirely your fault, Rab. Uh, as I said before, was um, uh, I was listening to your podcast, and you were saying that some of the vendors in the, some of the Irish competitions were, you know, it was, it was a bit sparse on the ground. So we thought, well, you guys spend a lot of time and effort coming over to the UK, and we thought, well, we will uh, return the, the the compliment. Brilliant, and it's ace to see. But to be honest, as we're looking around here, it is kind of poor. You know, you've got one guy next to you there selling like wee tartan dolls and uh, Beach Street as usual. And then we've got your usual man that sells smelly balls. Have you seen him? No, no, not yet. No, we've just we've not long set up to be honest. <laughs> He's, <laughs> I'm not he sure. sells like wee toys and he famously has this sign saying smelly balls. Is he? Is he famous in Ireland for that? <laughs> he seems to be, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> tell us a bit about yourselves and of Burgess Bagpipes. Yeah, well, we're a relatively new company to be honest to the, to the piping world, but. Um, yeah, we make uh, small pipes, border pipes, and the Great Highland Bagpipe in different keys. So Ooh. we make Highland Bagpipes in the key of B flat and A. So right. at the moment, um, you'll know Ross and Alley and yeah. Treacherous Orchestra, they're both playing Burgess Bagpipes, mm-hmm. um, Highland Bagpipes in the key of A. So, right, so that uh, makes it easier to play in sessions and yeah, different things. Yeah, exactly. It just means that they don't have to, the other instruments don't have to retune. You know, that right. that's the big, big advantage. So... The border pipes again, they're mm-hmm. in, they're and the small pipes are in A, but you can get them in different keys as well. Sure. Not the borders, but certainly the small pipes. This is a stupid question. I'm just looking at these now. The border pipes there, you'll have them on the bellows. Sure. And the small pipes, I've seen them worked on bellows too. Yeah. Um, what's the difference between the two of them? Well, the difference between them is that uh, the, the the small pipes are a really mellow sound, and mm-hmm. um, they're they've been designed to be played indoors, um, so that you can still have a conversation. And the border pipes are sort of like a little mini highlands. You can see there that you've mm-hmm. got you've got two tenor drones and a bass drone. Yeah. Whereas with the small pipes, we've got a bass drone, tenor drone, and a, and a, a baritone, a harmony drone. Yeah. So maybe the easiest thing is I don't know if they're going, Scott. Is no, he's shaking his head. I was going to say we could play <laughs> to tell you what the difference is. You can hear the difference maybe later on. You know. Yeah. No, cool. There you go. So what got you guys into making bagpipes to begin with? Was there a tradition there? Sure, there is, yeah. Uh, Fiona's father uh, is was a guy called John McDougall, 
and, and John McDougall was um, he, he was a world champion in fact this is him as a child here um, he was a world champion a multi-gold medalist member of the Peabrook Society he judged hmm. the gold medal at the northern meetings etc etc wow. so he was what he was probably the I would say he was probably the best Peabrock player of his generation. Wow, um, uh, Certainly knows his onions, eh? Yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> so Scott and uh, Scott and I, we've just grown up with pipes, you know. Yeah. And so I'm a relative novice to it. I've only been sort of monkeying about with pipes for thirty years, you know. Oh, just so, thirty, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Scott, Scott and Fiona, they were they've obviously been um, you know brought up with it. Yeah. So uh, so that's that's it, and then Scott's. Um, great grandfather is this guy in the picture here as well mm-hmm. so yeah we've got a, a long tradition going back there you go. in the family so the all important question then us, us being Irish we're well yeah I'm Scotch the first question on everyone's lips how much how much okay <laughs> so the small pipes are 1300 pounds that's not bad I thought that would be much worse yeah well there you go and the yeah. Afri- African black boot and the, the silver mounts are titanium we don't use anything else but titanium because right. yes. it doesn't corrode it um, you know every time you take them out of the box they look the same yeah. you don't have to polish them or anything like that Brilliant. the border pipes mm-hmm. are a, are at £1,500 even that's not about a couple of hundred pounds I don't know what I'm talking about. Two hundred pound difference. Uh, yeah, and then the, the Highland bagpipes they vary in in price depending on which key you get them in, etc. So right. starting about fourteen fifty, right yeah. up to nineteen seventy five. So that, you'll get yourself a kick ass set of bagpipes for well under twenty grand. Yeah, not bad at all. Twenty hundred. Uh, Fantastic. So, yeah, you say your bagpipes are played already by Ali and Ross. Is yep. there anyone else of note that kind of looks after your instruments and plays um, them for you? Or? Not, not really at the moment. No, we're 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 it's we're encouraging. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. encouraging other. You know, there, we have interest from other professional players that, in especially in sort of the Highland bagpipes yeah. side of it at the moment. But uh, but they're the they're the main professionals that play our pipes just now. That's fantastic. Well, so what's your impression of? Dull, grey, miserable, crappy Belfast. Ah, I, I, I think I think you've been a bit harsh on Belfast. We, we had a great. Awful. Ah, we had a great. We, well, do you know, uh, we we think it looks almost just like Glasgow. To be honest, it's a city yeah. centre. Was you know, it was vibrant last night. We went out for a pint. It was good. Right. Yeah. And uh, cool. and yeah, no, I think it's the park's bigger than we imagined. It's, it's huge. Yeah, it, it is. really is. Uh, we didn't think it would be quite the size that it is. Mm. Okay, the sky's a bit grey, but you know, we're always optimistic. We're Scottish. You've got a gazebo as well, <laughs> yeah, which is a stroke of genius. <laughs> People being here sheltering from the rain, you could be selling them stuff. Yeah, you know? well, let's hope so. <laughs> awesome. So, if anyone wants to check you out, then have you got any kind of uh, contact, social media, or anything like that? Yeah, we do a uh, Facebook and Twitter. So it's uh, at Burgess Bagpipes on Twitter. We have a website which is burgessbagpipes.com mm-hmm. and I see the Facebook page is just Facebook forward slash Burgess Bagpipes yeah fantastic well thanks a million for coming to begin with ah you're welcome ticking up the vendor challenge <laughs> this is yourself and Mr Mr Smelly Balls across the park there <laughs> yeah so I'll maybe get chatting to some of more of the vendors that are here but I'll not take me too long so <laughs> but honestly thanks a million for chatting yeah, to no me anyway. really appreciate you coming okay, along cheers Rob and hopefully lots of trade for you today yeah, too we'll see yeah. how it goes grand so well even at that ask us the question of everyone What's the future hold for yourselves then? Breaking into the bagpipe market? Yeah, the I mean, world's your oyster. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of interest in what we do, you know, um, yeah. because we're we're different from probably all the other makers, mm. you know, in what we do in our approach and, and, and these kind of things. So, um, yeah, there is there's a lot of interest. So, <clears throat> I mean, the only way is up, you know. There you go. Yeah. From what I take from it, just by looking at them, they certainly don't look factory made. You know, you get some pipes and they look like they've been churned out of a yes. machine. These all look to be hand, kind of finished and the, made. And the, well, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a lot yeah. of hand finishing goes on. You know, each instrument is tuned. I mean, mm. we make professional level instruments. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we do we do use modern technology. We don't hide the fact. You know, no, no. Um, you've got to you know be efficient at what you do. Yeah. Um, but we we're we're not in the game of mass producing them and just no. churning them out. You know? That's it. Well, yeah, I know it sounds very cheesy, but it does appear like if there's a lot of love goes into them. 
God, that's cheesy. Even I'm saying that myself, you know. There does seem to be a lot of personal attention paid to them, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, these these sets that you see here, they've been played, they've been played by thousands of people over the last mm. year and a bit because these are these are what we call a factory set. So they go everywhere with us, yeah. and they just get played. And when Scott goes out playing in sessions and stuff like that, he takes these. And mm-hmm. so if somebody else wants to play, you know, we can just play them. And um, so yeah. I mean, they've had some hard knocks, and you know, and they're still looking not too bad in my opinion. You know like, I mean? They look great to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thanks a million for chatting to us on the podcast and on the show as well. Yeah. Bringing this to the live show. So yeah, hopefully see you. Well, if not the rest of this year, I'll see you next year. Yeah. yeah. Are you coming to Forest? No, no, but I will be sending some of my minions. Ah, right. <laughs> Send them to come and have a chat with us. I will indeed, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Because we would like to welcome them to Forest. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thanks a million, guys. Cheers. Cheers. There you go. Many thanks to the guys of Burgess Bagpipes. Awesome to get chatting to them, guys. And if anything, so much appreciation to see those guys made the effort to come over. It's just awesome. Because, yeah, we do spend a lot of time heading over to Scotland and all the rest for all the majors over there. It's just brilliant to see people coming over here and making the effort. You know, it is a big effort, though, I have to stress. You know, people don't give vendors credit, I don't think. I do kind of slag off a lot because there's not any vendors here. But what I didn't appreciate is that they have to pay for their pitch, and that payment's not small. The association aren't a bit shy in charging. So, yeah, everyone who has a stall here today has actually paid quite a pretty penny. Hmm. Also, you have public liability insurance. You have all of your travel. Like, those guys from Burgess Bagpipes, they've travelled a long, long way from the north of Scotland. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just such a long way such a big expense and man is it appreciated like if the talk of the park is have you seen that little purple tent over there <laughs> says yeah that's Burgess bagpipes so loads of people are interested in it and curious and thinking what is that because what we're used to is half a dozen chip vans and an ice cream van and that's it so it's really cool that those guys made the, the you know the effort to come over to chat to us so yeah guys at Burgess bagpipes Go and check them out, guys. They, as I say, they supply two of the legends in the Celtic music scene, Ross, you know, Ross and Ali. Two of the giants in the piping scene is the Celtic music scene. You should really go and check out their bagpipes. They're certainly worth a look. There's another band on. There you go. So one thing's for sure, they've got a massive PA system here. <laughs> so you might not get much in the way of live commentary from me because of that blinking PA. It's everywhere. It's all over the park. Speakers everywhere. Each arena has like four different speakers. Each guy at each arena has a microphone. And then there's a main stage for the results at the end of the day. Like I mean a proper main stage like you would get at a music festival. Whenever I first arrived I actually thought, is there going to be a band playing here? Like the likes of the Chili Pipers? You know, it's a big stage, you know? But, hey, I don't know what's going to come. <laughs> Maybe there could be a massive band playing here and I just don't know about it yet. Right, I am going to have a walk because there's loads of people I need to chat to today and loads of ones that I want to bring to you guys on the podcast. So, I hope you're enjoying this. I've already done like four or five different laps of this ground and trust me, it's not a small venue. <laughs> but anyway, let's continue walking and we'll see who we see. Well... I'm here still at the UK's and I'm joined with none other than the lead tip of the mighty boggies. What about you? How are you doing? <laughs> Not too bad. How's things going with the band at the moment? Yeah, things are going absolutely fantastic. Uh, don't know what hard work over the winter. As, as a lot of people probably heard that uh, the British at Paisley. Um, we're obviously looking forward to today. This is always one of your favourite places to come. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, there was a little clip that made it on the Facebook recently of the band singing Come By Ya. <laughs> in the back of the bus. Have you guys found religion now? Yeah, well, that was uh, it. Was a bit, uh, uh, that was a bit uh, joke for one of the other players that wasn't in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as this year with material and everything, how do you think things have changed from previous years? Uh, as in but last year? Last yeah, year. Yeah. Well, I've done a lot of work with, over the winter. Mm. The previous winter, before last season, we had to do a lot of work with, but uh, obviously the pipe makers did a lot of work with pipes and had a lot of new guys coming in, so we took a wee bit of dip in form. Uh. Uh, but certainly the, the amount of work that's been done over the winter, uh, I reckon we're back up to where, where we were. So you've certainly done well now at the Bury, that was a congratulations. Certainly back in finding your form again. How do you think things are going to go today? How's, how's the feeling in the Bog Hall camp? 
Well, listen, all we want to do is go on and play how we can, we can play. Uh, and I, I, the results will take care of itself. It's just one. Stop to the guy in the clipboard. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So tell us about the juvenile battle. You can just hear the drum corps now in the background. Can you tell us a bit about the youth development that Boghall have in place at the moment? Yeah, well, we had to make a decision to start an Ovis B uh, band over the winter. We were lucky with the Manchester got a lot of young players in, uh, and obviously you know, we teach a lot of your own players as well. Yeah. So that gives us the opportunity now to actually have a... We started the building block because it was getting up to the point, the level that our Novus here at yeah. is quite high, the standard's quite high, so it's difficult yeah. to bring them from the beginning on, so it's just another like link in the chain, it helps. Certainly is, and then I'm sure our players would make their way through the system into the big band then eventually. Yeah, yeah, that's right, well, uh, this juvenile core we're listening to just now, there's two of these guys came up from the, the Novus A, yeah. and the full base section were Novus A last year, so, awesome. and like there's, a, there's three of those guys those guys actually practiced with the grade one core over the winter so they basically sat in ah, right. going through like exercises fanfares scores and stuff like that fantastic yeah. do you know it is kind of a bit of an envy of the pipe band world there's, there's not many youth development programs quite like the one you guys no, have I, you know I, I mean the, 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 there's a lot of youth coming through the schools the school system back home yeah. in Scotland and the good thing about it a lot of the players will go and play with the other bands when they finish up at school yeah yeah uh, it's, but it's good. It's good to be able to create your own players. It is. Mm. It is because then you don't have that problem of recruitment that no, some bands right, have. That's right. Yeah. So tell me then about yourself personally. You've been really busy all over the place, like giving different workshops and things throughout yeah. the years. What about this year? What's the uh, future for you I've, year? I've already been in Holland. Holland? Uh, yeah, nice. I'm just teaching in Holland. I'm going over to Flagstaff in Arizona uh, in the summer. Right, I see. That'll be uh, one for American listeners, yeah? Yep, and uh, I've got a couple of other wee, wee workshops. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going, but I might be judging at the Britney solos. Right, I see. Uh, there's a couple of other wee things I'm just trying to work out. It's kind of difficult right. now because I, I'm just, just about full time teaching in the schools the five days a week, so it's difficult yeah. to juggle days about to get time off to, <laughs> to, to, to do these things. So you don't think you have any chance to get bored, really? No, 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 I don't get bored. <laughs> Well, yeah, thanks a million for chatting to us anyway, Mr. Gordon. I'm sure. Best of luck for the rest of the season. Uh, huh? Thanks Cheers. very much, Rob. Cheers. Right. So I'm walking about the park and I bumped into the boys from New Ross. What about you? Hey, what's the crack, Rob? <laughs> what about you? Not so bad. Right? Well, as all your mates are laughing at you. I know, uh, they're, only, ju- they're only jealous, sorry. They aren't brave enough to talk That's to me. It, That's it, what like, yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to step up, like, you know. Well, first off, congratulations on your result in Kirkstown. Not too shabby. Yeah, it was a fantastic result, you know. Great for the drummers, you know, in, yeah. in uh, the tree and, and in two as well, like, you know. It's fantastic for them, you know. So, uh, look to try and replicate some of that the same performance again today. That's it. If anything, the season's been going pretty well for you so yes. far. Yeah. How do you think things are going to go today? Well, look, we, all the work has been done now, you know, so um, good hard winter practice, so we, we're going That's when the prices are won, as they say. Absolutely, so yeah. today we're just concentrating on getting sound and calmness will be the thing on the day and that's it. Can only do our best. With a bit of luck. Yeah. Well, we help we nip a Dutch courage wouldn't do any harm either. Ah uh, well well we can do that <laughs> afterwards so do we <laughs> So tell us this you guys for the rest of the incoming season, what's the end game for you guys? Are you hoping for promotion this year or um, well, I suppose um, we, haven't really, we haven't really talked about it. I mean, we, we don't get too far ahead of ourselves, you know. We just focus on one competition at a time. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think... Well, it's a possibility, want, though. It is a possibility, I suppose. Well, I suppose all we have to do is keep doing what we're doing and keep trying to improve on it every time. Like, there's always going to be work to be done in areas to improve, so... Certainly, yeah. So, have you guys got, like, any social media or anything for guys in the States and stuff that want to yeah, check us out? Yeah, Facebook, you uh, Ross uh, and District Pipe Band, so we're on Facebook. So, and, uh, yeah, so. shameless plug, go and check them out, they're awesome. Anyone that's a fan of the band, had us. <laughs> there you go. Well, here, best of luck today. Thanks, anyway, mate. Uh, thanks very much, appreciate okay, it. Good, Love yeah. the show as well. So. Ah, cheers, thanks, thanks. Onwards. All right. <laughs> so, I couldn't get a more glamorous setting to bump into Summers and Lawrence until outside some port <laughs> Welcome, Kevin, Craig, and. Hi. Hi. Sorry, yes. How are you guys? Are you Very good. Well? good job, yeah. We're doing well, we're doing well. Yeah. Just arrived here, it's a beautiful day. Sun's 
break in the sky. It's nice and dry. Hopefully it stays like that for the rest of the day. I was just saying, it's so you guys come, the sun comes. So yeah. it seems to be following you. That's it, and then we get to the line, it starts raining. <laughs> <laughs> so how's the feeling been in the camp now? There's one major under the belt. How's things going in St Lawrence camp? Yes, yeah, it's, it's very, very good. It's probably as good as the band has ever been going. At this stage, we sort of got caught a wee bit in Paisley, maybe with the clouds. Didn't help. But it's a difficult day to find sign. Yeah, we felt we played very well and our chanters were set very well, but yeah. hopefully everything's going to click into place today. And it's With a bit of luck. And then certainly the drum corps on for yeah. him anyway, lifting the title. So. We're very lucky. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we've got a drum corps behind us that, that obviously are very successful, but they add to the whole over ensemble of the band. So, um, Easy play to as a piper. Exactly, as a yeah. piper. Even Harry was saying that at practice the other night. There's certain points where you'll be playing the medley and the drummers will actually just come into their own. And, um, and you know, they add so much to the band that they're, they're yeah. a joy to play with. There you go. So, away from the whole band scene, we're not going to go forward and start making predictions and things. But what about yourselves as individuals? You're all bound to be dead, busy. What's the pipe in the piping scene at the moment? We're giving different workshops and the likes. Do you guys ever do that? Yeah, at least we guys are a lot busier than me. That Craig and Harry both play with the chili papers, so... I see you both see the chili papers. Harry's... Uh, Harry's one of our newest recruits in the Chili Pipers. Yeah. And how are you finding that? No, it's good fun travelling the world, um, playing bagpipes, so what more could you ask for? Yeah? <laughs> I'm sure not too many people get this experience, I'm sure. So, Have you had any memorable moments so far that you kind of thought to yourself, holy crap, I'm in the Chilies? <laughs> yeah, I mean, my first tour was, uh, it was actually over the worlds last year. Right. I went to America and it was then that I actually realised, you know, how big it actually was, you know, yeah. all around the world. So. So, have you had to sign any autographs and stuff like that? Plenty. Really? <laughs> Fantastic. Any body parts being signed? Uh, can't disclose that. Ah, see. <laughs> so, yeah, but rolling into the competition today then, how's the practice been through the weekend for you guys? Uh, it's been very good. Uh, we had a really good practice on Thursday. Myself and Harry actually flew over on Thursday. We've been here since Thursday night. Right, um, So, I mean, there wasn't really much need and bun on the Thursday. Yeah. Just really going over a few wee things, a few wee tweaks here and there. Really just getting the lads together, getting your head in the game um, and turning up and, and doing, doing what we do today and um, putting on a good performance. You know, I think that's all anybody can ask for. You just want to put it on the park, and then when you come off, you can start making predictions from there. Alright, that's it. That's down to the guy with the clipboard then after yeah. that, yeah. <clears throat> I think the most of us guys in the band look to feel about pleasing ourselves and enjoying the music that we we'll play. Yeah. You know? As long as the PM comes off smiling, job done. Yeah, and that's not <laughs> easy. And it's medley today, you know. We're, we're, yeah. we're pretty confident we've got two very strong medleys, so... Yeah. Realistically, either when we pull out the bag today, makes no difference to us. Since you never know, that's every dog has their day, but I'm not calling you guys a dog by any means. I'm I've just been saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, but now there's been murmurings and talkings that the way the season's rolling out so far, there's like the, the top three, and certainly some launch features in there in the top three. Yeah. So, yeah. It's going to be an interesting season. What fans do you guys have in your crosshairs yourselves? Regardless of the grade, not just on grade one, is there any other bands out there that's piqued your interest? I'm actually particularly interested in the grade two this year. Um, yeah. Also, before the grade started, everyone was, was on about Loman and Clyde in Glasgow Sky, who ended up first and second um, at Paisley, and probably quite rightly so, but it was great to see Manor Cunningham come through and win the drumming, you know, that right, was... Yeah. Um, now, not saying they weren't deserving of it, but nobody certainly expected it. So um, no. I thought that kind of threw a wee cat amongst the pigeons, as I would say, and it'll, um, it'll open things up for, for today. I, I'm going to keep a close eye on grade two because I, although people are going on about Loman and Clyde and Glasgow Sky, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I really like Klaus Kelt whenever I hear them. You know, Davy's yeah, yeah. got a good thing going there. They've got a fantastic sound. Mm. Um, I don't think it's going to be long mm. and, until they'll be. Top two or put, you know, I, I yeah. predict they might take a major this year. I think so too. The way they're playing in the Northern Ireland season, anyway, they're certainly very strong. Yeah. Of course, so. I'll be keeping an eye on my old band. Yes. Back out in Grade Four A again. Started the season. It's really, really good. St Mary's died season, so they're having a fantastic season. They're doing yeah. really, really good. So hopefully, very strong in the qualifying actually. Yeah. So so little prediction. Fingers crossed now. Get a good result today again. So. 
That's it. Well, can I ask a question just about the chilies? What does the future hold for the chili papers this year? This year, I know they're coming back to Belfast in February. Yeah, Belfast in February and actually Dublin as well. So um, doing Dublin too. Yeah, consecutive, we're, ah, right. yeah, yeah. consecutive nights. So um, fantastic. I, I mean, there's a lot on the go. There's a lot of us now as well, and that's that's purely down to the success of the band and how busy the band is that yeah. um, they had to bring in more players. Um, but yeah, I think it's just onwards and upwards, more tours. There's always gigs that come in that I'm amazed at how they get. Uh, <laughs> we performed at the Hydro last week with Rod Stewart. Really? Uh, wow. Which was a sold out event. Um, awesome. Yeah, I, I just think they've certainly tapped into a niche market. It doesn't yeah. seem to be disappearing anytime soon. And, um, I think it's good for us, myself and Harry, and it's a Grant Cassidy plays in the band as yeah, well. And that's right, yeah. I just think. Uh, we, we obviously experience the seriousness and the traditionalism of pipe band competitions ah, today yes. but yeah. we get a chance to experience the other side of piping which a lot of people don't no. and I think the fact that they don't get a chance to experience it means they don't appreciate it as much yeah. um, we, it's a different world absolutely yeah, yeah it's totally. a completely different market entirely um, and you've got to take both of it you know take the most of it the experience that you can yeah, that's us well guys Thanks a million for chatting to me. Well, I'm sure I've annoyed you for long enough now. So, <laughs> all the very best for the rest of the season if I don't get chatting to you. I'm sure there'll be a few more titles coming your no direction. Passes. I hope you're right. Thanks. Enjoy your day. Cheers. All the best. Thanks. Have a good one. Yeah, well, I took a wee dinner and I'm here by the chip vans. What a glamorous place to meet you, sir. <laughs> Thanks very much, Rob. How are you? So you want to tell the folk who you are? I'm Ian Moffat. Nice to meet you, Ian. So I've been told to get a word with you for the podcast because you've reached a little bit of a milestone, I think. Well, this is my 48th year in competitions. Really? It's the last year. Uh, so it's like a footballer. Your body starts telling you when it's time to quit. <laughs> so you're currently playing with Drumlock Pipe I'm Band? I'm currently playing with Drumlock because yeah. the good lady keeps saying I've had more comebacks than Sinatra ever had. <laughs> so tell me this. Throughout all of your years in bands, you're bound to have had some experiences. Some of them can be told and some of them can't be told. <laughs> <laughs> so well, tell me, have you got one that you would kind of be in your most memorable? Uh, probably when I was starting off. I started off at the McDonald's in 1977. Yeah. Our first competition was New Ross in 1978. Nice. And we came second as a band and won the drumming. That same year we then went to Port Rush, won the uh, second in the Ulster again and won the drumming. Went to Larnick to the Worlds and uh, won Grade 3 at the Worlds and were second in the drumming. That's not a bad start. And that's what, <laughs> that, that was the start of my competition career. There you go. And, uh, well, the piping was always in my blood. My father was a piper. Aye. Unfortunately, I failed at the piping, but got wow. roped into the bass drum and I've been playing it ever since. There you go, yeah. So, through all, all, all the years that you've been involved in piping, you're bound to see some changes as well. How have things went from the now modern day to how it was whenever you first started? Well, when I started back in, uh, in 1978, um, pipe major then was Tommy Gaddis. Yes. The ex-pipe major in Armstrong Memorial. He came to come to, to McDonald's and he, take it, he took us out and took us to grade two that particular up to grade 2 in 1979 yeah. band, and yeah. finished 5th in uh, Nottingham that year it was a two day contest but um, the drum sound is certainly here from, from a flat drum you're never really sharp the drum yeah. piping's the same the piping's get really sharp it keeps raising every year now. it keeps raising and uh, it can't, it, to me it can't go much further it has to stop it's getting too high now but um, the plan the plan uh, uh, has got a, a lot more technical as well, you know. It used to be if you if you could play, you're in. But now they're looking more, more technic technicality, and yeah. uh, the drum scores have gotten more complicated. Bass and tenors are looking to. They used to talk about the tenor drummers being the space fillers. Yeah, not, any, drum, not anymore. Not anymore. No. If you haven't got a good tenor core, you're struggling with your ensemble. Yeah. And the bass and the ensemble, all that, it has to work together. And it's uh, a different it, animal now. It's a different animal now. And instead of playing all the time, bass drummers are now uh, saying playing less. Because they always say less is more. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, so you're actually having to play as much now. You know, you're, you're cutting out, letting your tenors do more work. Oh, uh, that's it. The bass. That's, that's sort of the changes I've noticed. You know? There you go. So, with you reaching this milestone then, would it be fair to say that you're going to continue on? or it's, As I say, it's, it's like a footballer. When it takes you Tuesday or Wednesday to recover after a Saturday competition, <laughs> that you're still it's, it's struggling with pain and the aches. Uh, um, 
I got an MRI scan recently and they tell me I have a bulging disc on one side, restricted oh. movement on the other side and they talk about operation but at the minute oh we're controlling it, controlling it with um, physio. Oh, see, see. Oh, well, well, here, anyway, I wish you the very best of luck for the future, anyway. Thanks a million for <laughs> chatting to me. Not yeah. at all, Rob. Thank you very much. And, and here, best of luck to Drummond for the rest of the season. Thank you very you much. You guys have had a great start so far. It's been a really so. good start. Uh, it's been a really yeah. good start for new pipe major Stephen Burrs. Steve, Stephen has taken over this year from brother Ian. Yeah. Ian has dropped down at the, at the pipe starter spot. So, yeah, yeah, the band's going really well. It's good stuff. I have to say, probably of all the bands I've played with, this is probably the best band I've ever played with. Oh, because great. every yeah. there's no roaring and shouting at you and all this sort of nonsense. It's <laughs> please and thank you. And so you've got a pipe major with more patience. You're saying a pipe major with more patience. And, and uh, <laughs> where you leave the hall after practices. Thank you very much. And oh, great! There you go. That helps. The leg of today now. When you'll hardly be home into the house until there's a message on Facebook thanking everyone, each and every oh. one of us for our turnout today. Oh God, that's lovely. Uh, you know, there you go. it really is. It's really nice. Yeah. I'm not saying all the bands that I've played with in recent years, like. Uh, I played with Alton, I was played with McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Then I got the legs broken in 86, so I was out of action for a while. Checkers, there you go. All right, Jim. <laughs> so, yeah. And then the legs go off, then uh, I retired after I got the legs broken. Oh. Bestbrook, then. I was teaching bass and tanner, I've been teaching bass and tanner in Bestbrook from 1979. Really? Oh. So then I was about to be at the and uh, ended up playing the bass myself. Uh, there and I stayed there. ever since. I played. That was from yeah. 1987. Yeah. And I played with them until 1998. To the band went off the road. My words. And then I uh, sort of retired then. And then Alton Vey came on the scene. They were going to Italy and they borrowed a bass drum case with me. And they said we're going to, to, to Italy and we would like you to come with us with no bass drummer. <laughs> so when I come back, Pipe Major David Hannah says we're going out to competition again. So I played with them for now ten years. Oh, just uh, ten years. Just yeah, ten years. Just ten. And, and I, the great, the great pleasure of uh, winning the um, the world's bass section in 2002 with them. I remember you know. that, yeah. So I uh, did. Hi, And uh, then uh, I got a phone call from Roy Ferguson one day. Uh, uh, retired. I taught a piece bass drummer to take over from out in the bay. Retired. Yeah. And Ray says, if a bass drummer for you to teach me, you come down. That's five years ago, down to Drumlock, and the bass drummer didn't appear. I ended up doing myself again. <laughs> so that, that's my story on, on, on my time in life. I'm noticing a bit of a pattern there. A bit of a pattern, aye, you know, aye. <laughs> But I started off in a wee road band at home called The Frontier in Uri. Right. My, my father was a piper there, and um, they, they were a home guard band during the Second World War. Oh, right. <laughs> so they were. There you go, that's interesting. And I, the band's been off the road now since 1975. And I have the bass drum still in my uh, roof space. <laughs> right? Wow, there you go. And I said a pace belong to somebody as well. <laughs> Cheapers, there you go. Right, well, thanks a million for chatting to me, anyway. I really Thank appreciate you very it. Much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. Loud Pipes Visual Media is your dedicated resource for coverage of pipe bands from Northern Ireland. Loud Pipes Visual Media specialises in both photography and videography, so you don't only get to see the fantastic spectacle of piping and drumming, but you also get to hear it too. Loud Pipes Visual Media is always very keen to promote bands from Northern Ireland, so if you or your band has an event or you would like a specific photograph or video taken, please get in touch with Loud Pipes Visual Media on their Facebook page or contact Barbara on 077192314002 Pipe Band Hub promoting the pipe band scene since 2011 For all your news, results and performances follow them on Facebook, Twitter and with over 250 performances on their Audio Mac site to choose from make the Pipe Band Hub your first choice online when you pick up your phone Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. The Big Rab Show on Fuse FM, Balamont. Tuesday nights, 7pm to 9. They are the show for the piping folk, reflecting everything from the bagpiping world. Celtic music, folk music, solo piping, and of course, pipe bands. Bagpipes are your thing. Tune in to The Big Rap Show. The Big Rap Show, Tuesday nights, 7 till 9, on Fuse FM, Balamone.
So here's a wee bit of Inverary.
Well, for those of you who are watching the live stream, you will know that I've been sitting in the bacon sun for over nearly two and a half hours, three hours. So now it's about time I make it to the beer tent and get myself some libations. Maybe a few interview too, but whenever the beer's in, tongue's loosen. <laughs> so yeah, let's continue on, we'll get the army some folk. Well, in the beer tents, the libations are flowing, the sun's shining, and I'm joined with Andrew from the Field Marshal. How are you, Andrew? I'm good. How are you doing, Rob? Not too bad. Well, you've moved house. I have. I have moved from Toronto, which is in Canada, yeah. to Houston, Texas, where I am teaching tenor drumming full-time at the St. Thomas Episcopal School. Wow. I've actually got quite a few listeners from the school, so say hey. There you go. Hello. Hey, guys. How's it going, Texas? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell me this, with playing with the field marshal and everything over the past number of years, have you got any like real standout, memorable moments with playing with them? Uh, absolutely. Uh, definitely the first year that I joined the band was 2013, and that was the first time that field marshal had ever won the drumming yeah. at, the, at the World Pipe Band Championships. Right, yes. So that definitely stands out. Um, to be honest with you, that's probably the absolute best moment was my yeah. first year in the band, winning the drumming, winning the overall prize. It was amazing. Yeah, it's, well, being from back then and winning the world championship to now, with so many championships behind you, this kind of sounds like I'm blowing your head up, but does it ever kind of like, oh, I've just won another one? Yeah, I've just won another one. Never. <laughs> never, never. And no. I'll tell you, there's so many good bands now, and yeah. see being at the Worlds last year and 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 winning winning the World Pipe Band Championships was unbelievable because there's just there's so many good bands and the competition yeah. was at such a high standard that it was just it, it truly was a surprise and, and you never take anything for granted it was no. amazing that's fantastic to see I think you guys were still celebrating a couple of months after <laughs> we did celebrate for quite a while yeah. that's, for, that's for sure <laughs> so with being lead tenor of the field marshal of course have you any tips for our tenor drummers who tune in every week especially for beginners absolutely the best thing the best thing that you could do yeah! <laughs> the best thing that any tenor drummer could do to be honest with you buy yourself a practice pad and a pair of snare sticks oh, right, yeah. and work on your rudiments that way and that's snare some, rudiments, yeah. absolutely and that wow. is something that tenor drummers don't do enough of uh, I see, yeah. the, the, the role as lead tenor to be honest is uh, it's it, <laughs> we're getting disrupted in the beer tent now we're all over the place disrupted. Yeah. it's uh, you know what it, it's you're just an extension of the drum corps the yeah. best thing I ever did was get myself a pair of snare sticks and a drum pad and work on my rudiments that way and that is where tenor drummers should be focusing and not on the flourishing uh, and all. Yeah. get too the much, plan right first yeah. too much emphasis on on the, the flourishing and not enough on the playing there you go well you heard it here folks <laughs> Andrew thanks a million for chatting to me pal I would love to get chatting to you again all about your work with Ace Percussion and everything that you're doing with the field marshal but yeah we'll have to run unfortunately Richard's been calling your name so. probably probably for a little bit yeah Yeah. so thanks a million hope all to get right. chatting to you again cheers Rob well folks there you have it that was the action from the UK Championships and everyone that I managed to get chatting to the March past is about to start now the centre bands are on at the moment you can hear them in the background and I nearly have no voice I think I've had so much fun today it's ridiculous massive thank you to everyone who's been yeah taking selfies shaking my hand uh, and yeah just telling me just how much people are enjoying the show so I really appreciate all of you for tuning in thank you everyone and I have to say also a special shout out to Kill Dog Pipe Ban hung out with the guys there at the beer tent and yeah they said they're a bit of a fan of the podcast and all that so special shout out to Kill Dog Pipe Ban and yeah to everyone who took the time to talk to me a load of people actually didn't want to talk on the show which if anything's a little strange but yeah I suppose everyone's enjoying themselves and they don't really want to be bothered with somebody from the media shoving a microphone in their face now, let's talk about Grade 1. So many amazing performances, and I don't know. 
<laughs> is the long and short of it. For me, there's obviously you have the big six, you have the field marshal, your Inverary, St. Lawrence, and Shots. And, but I'll tell you about the band that really surprised me this weekend. Boghall and Bathgate. Boghall played out of their skin. If you haven't caught their performance, go on to the Rap Show Facebook page. Their live stream's up there. Oh my word. These guys played fantastic. And it really... Well, I shouldn't be saying that it's a shock because Boghall are an amazing band. But... You know, in the last while they haven't really found form and have been suffering a bit in the prize list. But, whoa, to hear them now, how they performed in that Greybone Arena today? Oh my word. So I'm hoping to hear them in the prize list as the results come out later today. Also, a band that I thought who had really upped their game from previous seasons was Scottish Power. Again, not playing really overcomplicated big, big tunes but playing really simple material but my word are they playing it well and if anything this kind of sparked a bit of a a bit of a thought in my head whether it's big material versus good playing do you know what I mean so do you play big fancy tunes full of loads of movements and you know fancy finger work and everything or do you play something straightforward like a 4-4 or just a very simple march and play it out of its skin, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, a lot to debate, I'm sure, from the UK's. I am now, yeah, baking in the sunshine. It was very grey and overcast this morning. It was almost threatening as if it was going to be a bit of a washout. And I was actually cursing that I didn't bring my wellies. There you go. There's bands marching on as I speak and tuning up. So, yeah, we thought it was going to be a bit of a washout today, but instead I'm now standing here completely sunburned. <laughs> I stood for over maybe two, two and a half hours at the Grave One Arena, filming the whole thing. And so thank you to everyone who joined in on our live stream, I have to say. Uh, tuning in from all over, really. And to be fair, um, I have to give a special shout out to the Canadians. So many Canadian people were tuning in. So yeah, hi to everyone there in Canada who tuned in from all over in different arts and parts in Canada. If anything, it's kind of, yeah, a big feather in your cap whenever people from all around the world were tuning in. So, whoop, who's this? Someone's playing Killaloo. You hear that? <laughs> I don't know who this is. They're marching behind me. Who are they? Let me see. I'll go through the tree to find out who's playing Killaloo. <laughs> There you go. See, you break out the party chins whenever it's coming to the results time, so. <laughs> a lot of hustle and bustle, a lot of bands making their way to the, yeah, the march pack. It's good to see. So many people here, I have to say. Because with a championship, a major championship like this being in Belfast, you know, for a lot of bands it's a long distance to travel. So especially having the guys from Scotland here, from down south, this guy's from England, from Wales. Just brilliant. So, yeah, I hope you guys have managed to live precariously through Marcel and enjoyed what we managed to produce for you. Now, time for the results. Well, guys, I did tell you this was going to be a special show. And before the results come out, I'll have another wee yarn with you. Now I have this opportunity to talk because earlier on today, it would be fair to say that I was kind of busy. Kind of busy. It would be an understatement. Running around saying hi to everyone, interviewing people for you guys, just taking selfies and photos. If anything, I had a bit of a funny story. As I was walking across the park from the Novice Juvenile over to Grave 4B, a, a bunch of fellas, I've no idea who they are, but uh, made their way across the park in the opposite direction. And they all started talking to each other. And next thing, they all stopped dead in their tracks and started pointing. If anything, it was all very uncomfortable. And uh, yeah, then I had one of the biggest one out of all of them and he says, Here, that's a big rap fella. <laughs> so, and I said, Yeah, hi, how are you? And then they shout over, I thought you were taller. <laughs> So, yeah, I am only five foot, uh, five foot six, five seven. I haven't really measured myself, but I'm five foot nine. 
But uh, yeah, it's kind of a joke because uh, I'm a, a bit of a shorty, and that's always been the laugh in the band whenever I was playing. That's how I got my nickname, by the way. It's where Big Rad came from. Yeah, it was always kind of a, a Mickey tick. <laughs> my lovely bandmates always called me Big Rad because I was so wee, because everyone else in the core was always standing towering over me. So, yeah, so to the guys who thought I was big and tall and giant and massive, sorry, <laughs> I'm not. But hey, I have to say again, we're now currently live streaming. Um, we have well over 500 people tuned in. It's insane. The bands are marching in and we're nowhere near the results yet. Speeches and the likes still have to continue. But the amount of people already tuned in. I've had people from Australia, New Zealand, Johannesburg, uh, Copenhagen. Uh, let's talk about every major state in the United States. All of you guys have been tuning in. <laughs> it's just the best. I really appreciate everyone who's watched our live stream. And if you haven't watched our live stream, why not? Yeah, a lot of people are saying that they're loving the service. And, uh, yeah, if you have piping friends at all, definitely let them know about our live streaming. Because we do put a lot of work into it. As I said, I've stood stood there in the baking sun for two and a half hours (laughs) filming all of Grade 1. And, uh, yeah, I know a lot of people have messaged and said that we tried to get other grades. But today, a lot of grades ran at the same time. So it was kind of hard. You know, I can't split myself in three different ways to go and cover three different arenas. But, do you know what? As time moves forward, uh, who knows, I might actually grab another wee of sponsors or something in the podcast or whatever. You never know. And then I can start upgrading my gear. Because you know, at the minute it's just me and a camera, my cell phone. But I'm thinking, if I could upgrade my equipment, get some real fancy podcasting software and stuff, you know, up the game a bit. I don't know. I don't know. These are all plans for the future. Why am I even talking to you guys about that? <laughs> But hey, I think you guys are along for the journey too. And if anything, I appreciate all of your support. So thank you very much for chatting. chatting. Thank you very much for tuning in, I have to say. So, if you know anyone who likes piping at all, I challenge you. Yeah, I dare you. Tell them about our wee show. Because, yeah, we are the show for the piping folk. And the more people we can get along to what we do, the better. Right. Enough of me slabbering. Sorry it has been on a bit of an unusual podcast this week, but it is the wrap-up of the UK's. No topic of the week. Right, time to get the results, finally. Grade 1. Best drum corps winning the Stevie Sims Memorial Trophy. Field Marshal Montgomery. Grade 1, first place, winning the RSPBA Lothian and Borders Branch Cup and United Kingdom Champions for 2017, Field Marshal Montgomery. In second place, winning the Hughes Family Shield in Verarian District. In third place, St Lawrence O'Toole. In fourth place, Scottish Power. In fifth place, Police Scotland Fife. And in sixth place, Shots and Dykehead Caledonia. So, there you have it, folks. That's your grade one results. Do you agree? Do you disagree? How are you doing? Right. A load of people. I'm saying how are you doing? I'm saying hello to everyone as I'm walking out. Uh, yeah, a load of people shocked by some of the lower places. Yeah, interesting day all around. But I think with Field Marshal lifting the drumming, they were just a little bit happy. But then as the first place result came through, yeah. <laughs> well done to Field Marshal Montgomery, our 2017 UK champions. Not too shabby at all. And to all the other prize winners in the day, congratulations. And for those of you who didn't win a prize, congratulations as well, because I think battling with the elements has been no mean feat. So well done to everyone. And hey, to you guys, I hope you've managed to enjoy this kind of a ramshackle of a podcast for this week. Do not worry, next week the podcast will return. Usual business listener meal, topic of the week all of that sort of stuff, so don't forget 
give us that all-important review on iTunes and say hello, all of that, yeah, because we love getting your messages. Email us in, biggrabshow at gmail.com, plus you can get us on Twitter, at biggrabshow, and the Facebook page and all of that stuff. Right, that's it. UK championships are done for another year. Can you believe it? That's the second major done. This season's just going far too fast. Ugh. Right. One thing before I go. Yeah, I did mention in last week's podcast about merchandise. And the amount of people that's asked me about merchandise today is insane. So if you guys do want to get your hands on some Big Rab Show merchandise, a t-shirt, a mug, a hoodie or whatever... Please let me know. Send me a message and let me know if you're interested in getting some because we have got some prototypes available now. They're slowly being put together. Can you hear that? And that's from the car park. (laughs) Right, I'm on my way home. I've had enough for today. I am going to pour myself a large cup of tea and throw myself in front of the telly. Get loads of after sun on me because I'm cooked. Right, to everyone who spoke and had selfies and chatted to me, what an amazing day. Thank you, everyone who's got in contact with me. Until next week, yeah, that's it for another Rab Show podcast. Well, that's it for another big Rab Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, good friends there at G1 Reads. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and at g1reads.com. The G1 Platinum Chanter is played by bands around the world, producing that rich, full-bodied tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our Champion of Champions 2016 in Vararian District. Many thanks to our good mates there at G1. And until next time, we'll see you right here in the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.